Welcome to the Mission Remix Podcast. Throughout history, God has been on mission to redeem the world and reconcile those living within it to himself. The gospel which serves to accomplish this remains the same, but the styles and ways God's people on mission locally frame it for those in their own culture and neighborhoods change. Like some artists, ministers with a mindset to carry out God's mission where they live, they take the familiar words of a song and then arrange it and mix it to have a fresh hearing to their own audience who needs to hear it. These are their stories. These are their methods. This is the Mission Remix Podcast. Welcome back to the Mission Remix. I'm Tico Montoya, along with Brian Sadler, my co-host. Get that? What's up, man? Uh, I'm doing great. All right, good to see you tonight. Thank you. I'm All excited right. about being here. This is our first evening night broadcast. Oh, I know. We're we're, we're kind of like our podcast in the evening. Podcast broadcast. I, you you're more awake in the evening, right? Oh yeah, I'm I'm okay, so I'm raring and ready to go. I'm starting to like the mornings a whole lot better. Yeah, nights I'm kind of fading. So. Keep me awake here. All right. All right. No worries. Well, um, as we continue our journey through H-Town in Houston here, um, we're going to learn. We're learning where God is at work. And tonight we're going to be talking um, with another great guest, uh, two guests, actually. And we're going to talk to Lupe Arriaga Jr. and his wife, Yolanda. And they head up an apartment ministry here in Houston. And we're going to learn more about them here in a moment in the, the ministry that they do. So um, as we get to going, uh, we know I know Lupe. I know Yolanda, I, I know uh, your son-in-law, I know your daughter and uh, your grandchildren that, that come here to South Maine, and, um, I, and, and we were talking earlier, I knew your dad, and, and uh, just how he kind of just poured into me when I was young, and we would go to taqueria randas and eat, eat tacos with, you know, some, some arroz con, con frijoles, but, you know, he would, he would get them, and he would say, hey, I can't eat the rice and beans, I told you all this, and he's I can't eat them. You know, so here you can have some, so you can have mine. I said, oh, yeah, I'll eat them, I'll eat them. But he said, but I got to save a little for me. You know, I'm like, wait, I don't think you're supposed to do that. No, 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 just don't tell my wife. Shh, don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. He would tell me that. So then he'd eat them, you know, and, but I just remember having those conversations with him. And um, he just poured in. So we're going to get to your dad here um, and your father-in-law, Yolanda, in a moment. But before we do, let's just give us a brief introduction about yourself, about your family and the ministry God has called you to do. Okay, I'm Mother Lupe Arriaga junior and we've been involved in the apartment ministry since 2000 2008 i've been blessed to have a partner a wife that has been right along shoulder to shoulder with me working and has always been the boss the brains of the outfit i just follow follow her lead and, and we're just so blessed that uh this church south main has sponsored our ministry from day from day one hey we are the parents of four children two boys and two girls my boys are houston police officers so is my son-in-law and my oldest daughter works for md anderson and my youngest daughter is a middle school teacher and i know that melissa and eric have their children here at south main and they are very involved here um we need prayers just like every other family um pray for my boys and for my youngest daughter and i just give god the glory that he allows me gives me the opportunity to work for him amen amen and as 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 we talk about your ministry here um i think one of the things that we would like to hear about is what role did your your father lupe and your father-in-law yolanda what role did he have tell us a little bit about that testimony about what role he had in your life my father was the reason that i came to christ 
he was a pastor. He brought me up in the things of the Lord, but I went my own way, and I did my own things the way I wanted to and got in a whole lot of trouble. I led my family down a very dark, dark road. Me and Yolanda, my wife, and our young, our oldest, he was three years old at that time when I gave my life to the Lord, and my father was very instrumental in bringing me to the, to the Lord. Once a month, in whatever condition I was, he would come and tell me that the Lord loved me and, mm. and the Lord was waiting on me. Mm. You know, but things spiraled out of control and things got really, really bad to the point to where my wife wasn't a Christian at that time, but she started looking for help. Mm-hmm. She started going to church and, and uh, would invite me, and I would go off and on, you know, but it came to the point in our life that everything was, everything was about to come to an end. I had uh, given them a very hard life, and uh, it just came to the point to where I was convicted by God, and, and, and uh, I called my, I was a truck driver, and I called my dad, and he told me, well, after work, go straight home. So I did such. I, after work, I went straight home, and he came over. And I started to tell him the things I was involved in, but he knew. Mm-hmm. He already knew. Mm-hmm. So then I told him I needed help. And so he told me, well, we got all the help you need. You know, Jesus Christ is here to, to help you. And so I gave my life to God. And from that day forward, I never turned back. You know, so he was very instrumental in leading me in, in God's direction. It was uh, about a year no, about six months after I became a Christian, Yolanda became a Christian. She, uh, after I accepted Christ, Christ changed me completely to the point to for the life that I had given her for so many years, a bad life, uh, an, abusive, an abused life, that while I was flying straight and trying to get right, you know, she had a lot of resentment. All these years, and it's over. That's it. I mean, you've been forgiven, and, and so she—I I could feel that resentment she had with me. And at that time, John Biswanya was having his uh, uh, revivals at Moody Park, mm-hmm. and we went to the revivals. I would invite her, and she went. And the very last day, I—I I, I told her I'm getting ready to go, and she goes, "Well, I'm not going. I'm not going tonight." I said, "Well, so well, I'm going to go." So. At the last minute, she said, you know, we'll all go. So we went, and uh, Max was a baby. And so I know that uh, when they gave the invitation, I could feel God working on her. And the other nights, I would look to her, and I would tell her, Mama, do you want to go up there? I will go with you. And she told me no. So I kind of had gave up hope, and I said, well, maybe God will work later on. And that last night, when I looked at her, she was a, a sea of tears. She was just crying, and, and I invited her, and she said yes. And so that's when our life came together as a, as a team. And that's when we started working, working for Christ. Uh, I immediately, I didn't know it was ministry, but immediately I knew that I had to do something. So I would tell her, buy me tuna fish and buy me beanie weenies and crackers. And, and so I would, take them to, I would take them to the homeless and I would minister to them. I didn't know what I was doing. All I knew was I got to do something, you know. Right, right. So it wasn't until later on until they told me, you know, what you're doing ministry. And I said, what? And they told me, you're doing this. I said, well, okay. You know, and so after that, me and her and my best buddy, Henry Lozano, we started a park ministry. We would go to the park and we would uh, 
gather the children, sing songs with them, and tell them of Christ. And Yolanda would bring snacks for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it, it was a great, a great time. So since the beginning, I knew that, that God had something, something in store for us. Mm. I'll tell you, I mean, what, what, I, what I love about that testimony is it's, it's a microcosm. It's, it's a, a real-life example of, of God, our Heavenly Father, who never gives up on us. You know, each day he comes to our heart. Each day he's available. And your dad, your father did that. You know, you said it was every week or whatever, once a week. But he, he didn't give up on you. Never gave you know, up. And you, you said you were, you were off doing bad things and you, you weren't right. And, you know, but he didn't hold that against you. And then when you did feel convicted, um, you know, and, and you called him and made that, that contact, it's just like Jesus telling the story of the prodigal son you know, when everyone expected the son, to, I mean, the father to be furious because his son had gone off and blown his riches and done all these horrible things, you know, he welcomes him back with, with open arms and that's what your dad did, um, you know, and again, a reflection of what God, our Heavenly Father, does for us. So I think that's a very powerful testimony. It's a real-life prodigal son story, if you will. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, how often do you hear that? Um, so I think that's, that's, really, that's really powerful. God has been so good to us. Yes, my father-in-law was a mentor to me. I, he had a church, a, we were a small church, mm-hmm. but uh, she says, if you do not serve, you're not going to grow spiritually. Mm-hmm. And I still remember to this day. So I started teaching the middle schoolers, and I would bring them a snack. Back then, we were on a tight budget. Uh-huh. So if it was just a juice and some cookies, right? we would do that. I moved up to the single adults, then to the women's. And now, by God's grace and mercy, that I am teaching a senior adult class at the church, Broadway Church, where I attend. And I take them breakfast All now right. that I'm... You know, we don't have any more kids at home. Okay. So I bring them breakfast. So no more juice boxes and cookies. No more juice boxes (laughs) or cookies. We bring them real-life breakfast. But um, I remember my father-in-law telling me, you have to serve other people. You have to work. And that's the way you're going to grow spiritually. And I try to put that into my kids' life as well. And all I'm praying, and I put... Proverbs 22, 6, that if I train them up when they are young, they will remember. And I can see this in the young kids at the apartments. Mm. Um, there's a, I have to mention her. Her name is Consuelo. She's in her late 30s, but she has, like, downs, and her mother died maybe four years ago. Okay. I talk to her almost every day. She has moved away because her mother passed, so now she lives with her, with her sister. But she calls me when she's sad, and she needs somebody to pray, or if she feels sick, and I talk to her every day. A lot of times I don't understand everything she tells me, but I kind of ask her questions, and she'll answer me. She reminds me when it's her birthday. Yes. So I go and I take her her cake, and I take her a little gift. But we have grown a bond together. You know, I lost my mom four years ago myself, and... She tells me, I miss my mom, and I tell her, well, I miss mine too, but you know what? God is here, and God loves you so much. And she says, I know, and she calls me hermana, sister. Okay. Sister, yes. And every time before we hang up, she tells me, I love you, and I said, I love you too. Mm-hmm. So uh, even a lot of the kids have moved away, 
you know, most of the kids move away at apartments. Right, right. But I give them my number. I tell them anytime you need something, Mm -hmm. you need for me to pray, you call me. And I have received calls from moms whenever they need um, school supplies or something. Right. They'll call me. Most of them, most of the people we minister to are single moms Mm -hmm. that work. Mm -hmm. The kids are out there. The older kids take care of the younger ones. Right. And that's how we've had some since they were babies. And we have a young man, his name is Jose, and he has, um, he wants to get baptized. Amen. Wow. So we are seeing God working. Um, I started a little Bible study with the moms. Sometimes I have three, sometimes I'll have seven. But I talk to them, you know, give them a little devotional. And I know the needs that they have. But God is awesome and God provides. We have donated mattresses. Mm-hmm. We have donated baby baby furniture, mm-hmm. clothes, food, household items. But you know what? I see God at work because people call me and tell me, Hey, do you think that your ministry can use this? Can use this? Can you come pick this up? I go to Pearland, I go everywhere to pick things up. Um, I have work. And I don't get bored because I will wash the clothes that is given to me, fold it, separate it, and I'll call them up. I said, I'm going to be bringing clothes. You get ready. Tell your friends, the neighbors that don't normally come. And sometimes we, that one time that we did a really big uh, giveaway, some people thought that we were selling mm. the items. So the yeah. management came. And they wanted us to, like, put it up. I said, but we're giving them away. They're free. Oh, they're free. So then everybody mm-hmm. started coming. They were yeah. grabbing bags. And and I just see that God has really blessed us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for us to bless. And they tell me, thank you. I said, no. I said, don't thank me. If you're going to thank somebody, you thank God and you tell him. Mm-hmm. You give him the honor and the glory because it's because of him that we are here absolutely well and then that is, I, I love the fact that you started with juice and and what'd you say um, cookies. cookies cookies yeah, yeah. juice and cookies um something small then later you were able to do breakfast for them and um you started that off by saying you know we can't grow spiritually unless we serve and isn't that what jesus did he fed Four thousand, five thousand. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. you know he he told his disciples, you know, come get around me. We're gonna we're gonna take care of their physical needs because if we can do that, then they're gonna be able to listen with their minds and their hearts to my message, and they'll see the love that we have. And you know, and you did again. Yeah, you know, it, it sort of echoes earlier. You put into real life practice something that Jesus Himself did in you know in the trenches, and so I think it's so admirable and so humble. Um, for you to uh, to describe it in such a way that we always give God the glory because absolutely we do and and I couldn't agree with that more. Uh, and then look how God just expanded it exponentially by word of mouth by these ladies and knowing that you're available. You know, you said they have your phone number. They they know that you're available. Um, and then different people contact others to say, you know, could you use this? Could you use that? And and you're right. God is the master builder, you know, and he, he can see and he just weaves everything together. Uh, but that's, uh, I think that's really cool. 
and uh, such a blessing to hear that. Amen. And you know, um, and before we go on, I want to I want to <laughs> let everybody know y'all are at an apartment complex. Y'all do an apartment ministry. And y'all are at Broadway Apartments. Uh, yes. Tell us where that is located. Where is that located? It is located at 2505 Broadway Street, right across from Medi, Didi uh, Middle School, mm-hmm. off of 610. Right, right there, the South Loop, correct? Yes, at right the there, South Loop. Where the Loop. old YMCA Casa Boom. Yes. Yes, right, right there. Right there. You know, every Christmas <laughs> um, here at our church, we, we have a Christmas wreath, and we draw names, and you pick names off there. And on there, it says Broadway Apartment. Like, it'll say... Yes boy 13 or girl Mm. eight broadway apartments that's y'all yes and so y'all gather these gifts and you're able to give them out you know to these to these kids and it's it's a basic need but it's a reminder that that god does love these these kids you know and 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 i know that maybe the management hasn't been the most gracious to y'all to let y'all have an apartment now and to meet indoors but you faithfully go out there i remember yeah, I, I, remember, I remember Bill bringing this up in, yeah. in staff meeting. Exactly, that's and exactly. We, and we say, prayed yeah. about we prayed about this situation, and he brought this up uh, several 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 times, times. Several times, you know, about how uh, they wouldn't let you guys meet inside anymore, and then they, they changed this and changed that as far as where where you could and when you could and stuff like that. Um, so anyway, yeah. and 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 going back, you know, I'm thinking now, and I, I think I've been out there. If, a couple of times I went out there to do some, some vacation Bible school, vacation Bible school. And we did some recreation. We played on the hill. We still play on that hill. Still play on the hill. And um, I remember going out there and doing some of that ministry with you guys. And, and me, but, but tell us, and, and I've done apartment ministry. My wife and I were very active in apartment ministry um, over the years, but, but tell us what's so different about an apartment ministry, because some folks out there don't, understand but what's different about apartment ministry versus let's say like a regular neighborhood type ministry but what what are some maybe some differences or some things that some advantages that you see um, in an apartment complex i think the greatest advantage is is we can be ourselves i think a lot of times when people see somebody coming with a coat and tie and a big old bible underneath their close the door (laughs) (laughs) but you know when they see us coming we're we're dressed casually and 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 they've uh, accepted us a lot of people, when they see me the first time, they don't know how to take me. <laughs> you know, I, I get that a lot. But once they get to know me, you know, it, it, it's all good. But I think it's it's very unique because we can be who we are oh. and minister them. And, 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 and I think the kids love that. I, you know, they call it little church. They call it little church, <laughs> and he's, they call him pastor. Oh, you know, good. at very first, when they called me pastor, I, I didn't I didn't feel right. You know, I said, and I would tell them, look, I'm here to tell you about Jesus' love and we're going to play games with y'all and, and sing with y'all. And, and then one of the little kids said, nah, but I, you're our pastor. <laughs> so then, now I love it. Yes. Now, now, I, now I've grown to love that. But, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a very unique ministry. Uh, in lieu of everything that Yolanda said, uh, there's people or ladies that have got ill, had cancer, and, and she's been able to minister to them, bring, the, bring them whatever they need, toiletries or household items and I mean, it's, it, has, it has been a blessing. And, and again, I'm going to reiterate it. I mean, I'm so blessed to have her on, on my. On, if I had to pick somebody, I had to pick. <laughs> yes, it got, got, got <laughs> like, out. You know, it's like Akilah and Priscilla here. <laughs> there we go. I'd have picked her. You know, she's the brains of the outfit. She tells it's what we do. So everything she says, you know, we, we try to make sure we, uh, we get done. We have a, a, a lady that teaches uh, the youngsters from. Five all the way to me. Well, no, sometimes the babies come, three-year-olds, two-year-olds. She teaches them in Spanish. Okay. And 
Lupe teaches the youth 10 and up? 10 and up. We've had a, for a little while that we were having, mm -hmm. I had a youth group, and I had about 25 kids out there from 13 all the way to 17, so uh -huh. it, was, it was great. Some of the kids have moved away since, you know, but right, I mean, right. it, it was it was great, and, and, and uh, I can speak to them, you know, uh, maybe not uh, like in a sermon, but, you know, talk to them about God's love in, 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 in normal terms, you know, and yes. to get them to understand. Them understand. And it's a blessing to see that they, they, they're, they're coming along. They're well, doing good. And, and would you say that a lot of these kids that are in these apartments and families, I mean, are they, do they go to church? Or is, that, is, is what you we do, are the little you church. are the church. This is the church. You I are mean, the church. And so, you, in, in effect, you are being missional and going out and being the church, the feet, hands and feet of Jesus Christ to the to these and but, but tell us a little bit about the makeup of that apartment complex yeah. in the surrounding area give us a little bit like what 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 is it you know uh, racial you know all those kind of things and what, what kind of issues even that how, how many even i was just yeah. curious how like many units ballpark. are there how it's many a pretty big apartment complex lord i would have mm -hmm. to say 200 at the least wow at the very least and um the majority of them are spanish-speaking hispanic yeah. well there are some honduran Okay, okay. Yeah. Some Honduran, um, Salvadoran. Okay. So, you know, they come from different parts. They, We kind of eat kind of like the same food, but they prepare it a little bit different. Yes. Um, we've had a, a Salvadoran lady make pupusas for us. and Okay. And tamales, tamales. that have garbanzos and peas and a lot oh, of different I've things. I've had that before. Oh, chicken I've legs. Yes. Oh, I've, had that. I've yes. had that before. Yes. I love tamales, but I wouldn't want peas in there. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they tasted good, yeah. but um, yeah. they are. Most of them speak Spanish, and if we invite them, the lady that helps with the Spanish-speaking kids, it's a Maranata Church. It's on Medina Street, right close to where the um, fire station is. Been with us eight years or more? No, she's been with us about eleven. 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 And we normally try to tell her, you know, if y'all want to go to church, we do try to encourage them. We don't want to, like, force. force. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we tell them we're available, the van is available, and whenever they feel that they're ready to come. Um, there's also a black family that we're going to try to get to church. There's a lot of need there. What kind it's of needs? What kind of needs are y'all seeing? Um, These are poor people. We think we poor. We poor. <laughs> these, um, some of these people that move in, they move in without a fork or a spoon, or so that's why sometimes we're hustling trying to find a bed, a mattress, anything for them to. These people are, I mean, we're we are blessed. We are blessed well over. Right, and you know, and then um, it's just incredible. Uh, irregardless of the slight cultural differences, like even in the food preparation mm -hmm. and stuff, you know, or even in slight differences in language, um, you know, Jesus love. And his salvation is for every person, you know, every single person. Uh, and his, his plan of reconciliation and our forgiveness of sin is, is available to all of us, you yeah, know, whether, whether you want peas in your tamales or not. You know? <laughs> that's, that's right. um, so I just think that, that's, that that universal understanding is so reassuring, you know, um, and, and so real. Um, to, to be able to share with someone and say, look, it doesn't matter that you're this or that, or, you know, our God doesn't see any of that. He sees the heart, the soul, you know, and, and so that's, that's really, really cool. This ministry is very effective in, um, 
and, really, and really especially and especially in apartment ministry, yeah. in apartment ministry where you get um, so many different units and you have so many different people and you can have just a variety Trem- of different cultures. Yeah, tremendous diversity. Yeah, diversity within within it's that apartment like complex. Little city or, or something. Cause, yeah, because you can have senior adults, you can have median adults, you can have young adults, you can have singles. You know, you can have uh, a family that has you know eight kids, you know, or five kids in, in a one bedroom apartment. Or you can have, you know, it can just, it's, it's so diverse in the different things that come in. And I think the thing that, that uh, my wife and I loved about apartment ministry, apartment complexes when we're living in there, you get to know so many people. And, and word of mouth, word of mm-hmm. mouth gets around pretty quick. So like you said, when, when, when those, uh, those giveaways, you know, the clothes, whatever, oh, it's, it's gratis, it's free. Boom, here they come. Here they come. Like, oh, it, it didn't take long. It was like a wildfire. It, it just went pe- because people are just, they're, they're waiting and they're listening. And it's like there's a heartbeat. I, I say it's just a heartbeat. And especially in um, the Latin American culture, as you know, um, and, and I see this in, in you guys because you, you are a, a familia. You are, you're, a fam- you're a family. You minister together. You go together. They know that. They recognize that. They live in these apartment complex. Whether they're a single parent or not, they they recognize it and they honor that and they respect the family center and they know what that's about and so an apartment complex in some ways becomes their family and so when somebody there's a need you know they'll they'll say hey Hermana over here she needs a, a you know she needs some some, some sheets or, or whatever, stove or whatever yeah. it is <clears throat> may be you know and Hermano over here well he's struggling you know couldn't pay his light bill you know and so they they just kind of they they know they can tell you everybody's business <laughs> you know they yes. they really can. But you're there, and you hear these things, and you know these things, and you're meeting these. You're meeting the needs, and in some ways that other people perhaps cannot. They need a fork and knives and spoons and dishes. Well, okay, I don't know. We're just gonna have faith. Let's go. And and you get the phone calls. And you start looking around. You, you'll drive out to Pearland, wherever it may be. Hey, let's go. Let's go get it. Um, Christmas gifts come around. Our church is. Hey, we'll go get it. You know. And I think that people need to, you know, to understand that. Um, in these apartment complexes, you're not just ministering to one or two units. You have the impact of 200 plus mm. because it, it's not just talking about the units. That's 200 units. But how many live in those units? You have an, and sometimes you have some big families in there. Yes. And sometimes just mattresses on the floor or however, on a couch or whatever. And you can have multi families in, in one apartment, you know, and, and, and so you get the potential to reach that. And, and God has brought them here to Houston. They're from El Salvador, you know, Honduras, you know, Mexico, you know, wherever, Guatemala. You know, they're, they're coming, and they're coming here, and you're, Jesus is right on the doorsteps, knocking on the door through you guys. Amen. You know, something simple as the Christmas gifts, that's their Christmas. I mean, mm-hmm. our kids, five, ten, or maybe more gifts they may get. Them kids, that gift that y'all give, that's their, mm. that's their Christmas. And I hope, I hope our, our listeners who, who yeah. hear this can hear this testimony because I know some of they give and I know we give and, and I know, I know but sometimes Sunday school departments, you know, you guys will, will adopt and they'll, okay, we're going to give this, we're going to give. And it matters. Does it not? Does it matter? Yes, it, it does. I've heard, yeah. I've heard the kids say, we're not going to open these. We're going to wait till Christmas. And I'll ask them why. This is, this, this, is this, this is it. Besides the tamales, you know, this is how to open, you know. Well, I mean, I can tell you right now that I, I, I will share with our students, you know, um, you know those those ones that we give and that we sponsor, um, that I got to meet with 
you know, the people who are leading the the apartment ministry there, and they are telling me in the in the flesh, in person, what a difference it makes for these children in their lives, and literally what you said that the, that the one gift may be and, and probably is the the only gift they're going to get, and they're happy. And yeah, and they're th- yes. and they're thrilled they're because I promise you that the majority, if not all, of our students and you know, they like many other people get multiple gifts, and so it really puts it into perspective, and and really also yeah. for our, for our South Main members, um, you know, to know that it's it's really being put to absolutely to, to great work and great use. And, and I think that that South Loop, I mean, I know there's Broadway Apartments, there's you know. The, Willow Creek, or you know, right there too, as well. The other side. Uh, the other side. There's some big apartment complex. I've been, I've been in that that apartment complex. I've been in y'all's apartment complex. There's lots of apartment living in in the life. And I know Willow Creek over there. It they call it sometimes little little Mexico, you know, out there mm-hmm. because it's just and it's it's active. And I know y'all's apartment in apartment life and our apartment ministry is so unique. But y'all have jumped right in. And um, what what. You know, just what called y'all to that apartment complex? Out of all the apartment complexes, why that Broadway? Actually, Amalia Santa Maria. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. She used to have that, that ministry, and for whatever reason, she asked me, hey, I, I'm not going to be able to do this ministry anymore. Do y'all want to do it? I didn't know what it was about, but you know, I spoke to my wife, and we both agreed, yes. Yes, let's go in. And, and from day one, we found it uh, it was going to be a challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, but a challenge will accept it, and we knew God was on our side. So it was something that uh, from day one we said, you know what, this is uh, this is going to be a little work. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's not just a one-day ministry. We were right. there once right. a week, every Friday. But it's not just that one day we minister all during the week. I mean, we're, we're, we're getting things ready. We're seeing who needs what. You know, we're, we're getting preparation so it's just not a one shot you go and you're done no it, it's a it's it's work it's, yes well, it's, it's and, a little work and didn't jesus tell us that you know and told his disciples uh, you know following me is is, is not going to be a piece of cake you know but this is the rewards are eternal uh, right. i think even we know the rewards are going to be eternal but we reap the rewards now you know sure. in, yes. in, in, the in, blessings in, come now yes some great miracles man. Oh, that is, that is, that is so and, and awesome. Miracle in your own life. Thank you, And Jesus. it just went out. And miracle in your life, a miracle in your in your marriage life, miracle in your family life, a miracle in, in you know, the ministry that you do. God's in the business of miracles, right? You know? Absolutely. And, and he can heal and he can He can bring together and he can really begin to, to, to reconcile, as you said earlier, to do those things. And, and that's what ministry is, you know. And, and I love the fact that y'all are husband and wife and y'all serve together. And yet I can see it. Y'all love to serve together. And, and he respects you and you respect him. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> but you know, I feel like you'll do whatever she tells oh. you to do. <laughs> but, you know, uh, but it's it's also, too, just, just let me interject here. I know we're kind of coming to the end of our, our podcast. But um, just in the small things, uh, you know, you talked about the clothes. And that the management came out and said, wait, wait, you, you, you guys can't be selling here, you know, and, and make, trying to make a profit or make money. And you said, no, the, but these are free. And suddenly everybody, you know, wanted them and or you had a lot more response, I mm-hmm. guess. And, and then, then you mentioned several other things, you know, whether it was toiletries or in various things that you provided for free. But what a great real life example that you could then say, you know, those clothes you got for free. Well, God blessed us to be able to bless you and your salvation it's free. It's also by grace. 
not by not by anything you can do or work or no amount of money can can provide that salvation. What a great you know analogy that you can share with them to help them understand and become Christ followers. South Maine just donated back to school backpacks. Yes, yes, that's right. There was a little girl. She's six, and she came and told me she's really quiet and she says, "I want the pink one." And I said, okay, I'll set it aside for you. And she's there in line waiting. And as soon as she gets it, she hugs it. Mm. And I'm saying, oh, she was so happy to get that pink backpack. And her mother was grinning from ear to ear. And I'll tell him we do this because God loves you. Oh, amen. That's, that's, oh. That is powerful stuff. You know, that's a ministry that I... When I saw the moms start adding up, because the moms come to see what's going on, you know, what are they, what are they teaching? And our we kids? we encourage yeah. them to do that. Yes, when I sure you want to be transparent and and this and we know and they get to hear it too. Yes. And God's word is the truth. So, so one mom, two moms, three moms, seven moms, I three in the woods start a class. <laughs> <laughs> so this is our second month mm-hmm. that we've started an adult class there. And, and, and wow, I, I I'm so grateful. God is so good. Wow, God has been so Fantastic. good to us. Well, I want to I want to read a verse and. Um, and, and say something real quick and, and out of a book that, that I've read and, um, and a quote from a book that I read. And it, this is, what if Jesus was serious? And uh, the author says this, uh, rather than reading the statements, and this is the Sermon on the Mount. He said, rather than reading the statements on the Sermon on the Mount as commands or laws to be obeyed, we ought to see them as illustrations of a life shaped by God's kingdom. They are examples of what happens when we consider what is best for the other person rather than ourselves. And I think this is what y'all are doing. You're thinking of others yourself. And then also in Matthew chapter 6, he says this. So Matthew 6, 2 says, so when you give to the needy, don't announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honored by men. I tell you the truth. They have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be secret. Then your father who sees what has been done in secret will reward you. Give generously. And that's what you do. You're not, but but it's not just it's just not not food, and it's not just clothes and toiletries or furniture and those things. It's of your time, absolutely. And you're doing this. How much? Tell me, how much do you get paid to do this? You know, blessings just upon blessings, blessings, blessings <laughs> upon blessings, right? And that's where it is because y'all, your your hearts, you volunteered to go out and do these things, and, and you gather donations, whatever you can, and it goes 100 percent of those donations. Things they'll just go back into the people that you serve, and you want to serve these people from. All, the world is coming to us, to here in Houston. They're, they're coming from, from, I mean, in y'all's contact, from Latin America, you know, and down. They're, they're coming up, and they're coming here, and you have a direct line to them and able to share God's good news, that his son, Jesus Christ. I mean, that to me, that's just. Yeah. I mean, you know, the I can't say enough about the blessings, you know, with, we were. I, I I don't do this for for the money. I mean, we we all need to pay our bills and whatever, but you know I do this because my passion for Christ and I love doing this and and what a blessing it is for you to get to see that little girl, for example, light up like a birthday cake when she got that pink backpack, mm-hmm. and then God says, you know what, I'm going to bless you by allowing you to see that because of your trust Amen. in me, but I'm going to bless you more because then you said you looked over at her mother. And she was grinning, you know, from ear to ear. So you were double blessed. And, you know, that just had to warm your heart. It warmed my heart. And I, went, I, I didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> you know, but uh, it's, just, it's just, you know, God's he's so good. I love y'all's story. I love the story. And I think everybody has a story. 
I love your story how your dad just not, 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 all the time until finally you heard the call. Not the knock of your dad, but the knock of Christ. And then you just said, Yolanda? <laughs> and it took a while, but then knock, 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 knock. You heard the call of Christ on your heart, and you responded as well. And now you're going door to door in people's lives with that same message. He knocks and he waits. And he's waiting for you to respond. He remembers you. He knows you. It doesn't matter where you're from or what you've done, how poor or rich you are. You can have nothing, but in everything you have, with everything in Christ, you have so much. And the kingdom of God is so rich. And so I, I, I thank you guys for, for coming and just blessing us with your testimony, your life, your ministry at Broadway Apartments and where y'all meet and the people that you're reaching. And, um, and, and, and I'm sure people are like, well, I don't speak Spanish, but yet they can still volunteer. Yes. You know, I don't think you have to serve Spanish to serve a, a, a plate, right? With, you know, some fruits, some, 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 some chicken and some, some, some mashed potatoes. You know, you just smile. Here you go. And I think the smile is universal. Absolutely. Universal. And these hands of ours are universal, just serving and serving and serving and playing with the kids and just having a good time. So, um, and thank y'all for coming. And, um, and if, if, if folks, uh, you know, when they hear this, or if they want to learn more about it, um, you know. Uh, what is your contact information? Or let me just, I guess, verify, because we did, we did talk a little earlier. So if people want to contact you, if they have something to donate or if they want to volunteer or help, um, your email address is uh, Y-S-A-R-R. That, yeah, R-R-I-A-G-A at hotmail.com, correct? Yes. Y-S-A-R-I-A-G-A at hotmail.com. And um, then if they want to reach out to you by phone, um, they can call 713-210-9910 if they have something also that, or in an area that they yes. want to help with your ministry. And, um, and that, that's your cell phone, right, Lupe? my cell phone. This has been, been, this has been so good. And one of the things that, that we w- I'd like Brian to do is to, to close us in prayer and pray for you guys. And um, let, me, let me lead us in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, I just, first of all, give you glory and honor mm-hmm. and all the praise, and you're the one who's worthy. And what a blessing it is for us to be able to sit down and talk with some of your people who are actually in the field and, and doing the work that you have called us to do, God. Lupe and Yolanda um, have shared wonderful stories, um, real-life stories that we can take to heart and um, you know, not just hear about first or second, third hand or, you know, from rumors about, but we can see where differences have been made by the efforts that they're doing in the ministry that you have called them to. Like Lupe said, it's not him. It's not Yolanda's strength. It's your strength that's given them the ability to, to meet all these various needs of these different people in different times and different situations um, so that they are more comfortable than to be able to share Christ with them um, because they can see the Christ in them, in their actions uh, with these people. And, and, and as, as Tico mentioned earlier, from all ages, you know, senior adult all the way down to, to the little girl who got the pink backpack, God. Yes. Um, and what a great reminder of how we so b- badly take things for granted uh, we have we, we're so blessed, and, and as Lupe said, some of these individuals that they are ministering to, they don't they don't even have a fork, 
um, when, when they when they get here or, 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 or in, the, in the situation that they are in. Um, so I just pray, God, that it would be a great reminder to, to us that we can always give, we can always share, and we wouldn't have what we have if it weren't for you in the first place. But, God, I, I lift up Lupe and Yolanda to you, uh, their ministry to you in, in their apartment complex. God, I pray for um, the people in that apartment complex and around it that see their work and see their actions. God, I pray that your blessings just continue to fall upon them. That We love you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, Lupe and, and Yolanda, thank you all for joining us today or this evening. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome on uh, the Mission Remix podcast. And um, uh, just remember, um, every Tuesday, uh, we will upload a new podcast and uh, stay tuned for our, our next guest as we prepare for a new adventure in the month of October. So thank you all for joining us. And uh, everyone, have a great evening. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Mission Remix Podcast. If you would like to hear more stories and conversations from those like our guests today who are living missionally in their own cultures and neighborhoods, be sure to hit like or click subscribe from wherever you're listening to this show. If this episode was encouraging and inspiring to you, feel free to share it with others who could use some encouragement too. The Mission Remix is a podcast of South Main Baptist Church in Pasadena, Texas, where we work, support, and partner with many missionaries and pastors like the one you heard today around the greater Houston area. If you would like to know how you can further support mission endeavors like these, whether that be through generosity or service, you can email us at info at southmain.org. Until next time, keep living on mission for the sake of your own neighborhood.